Hello, friends. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. Once in Unity Comp Volume 3 is out now. If you have not had a chance to pick up a copy, you're definitely missing out. The alt cover by Tyler Mullen is sold out. The test press is sold out. The red with black splatter is sold out. So right now on the From Within Records Big Cartel, the only available vinyl left is the black colorway. But don't fret, you can still head over to Days's website, daystyle.com. They still have the half clear, half red with black splatter available. And if that's not your favorite colorway, you can also head to the Triple B Records web store. They have clear black pinwheel with black splatter. But don't wait too long. Those other two variants are only out of 100, and they're going fast. So please pick up a copy of the vinyl before it's too late, and you can also thank me later. But I hope all of you have enjoyed the comp. It's been awesome. I'm a huge fan of the track by Wreckage, Foolish Pride. Maybe I'm just biased because that band is amazing. But from top to bottom, Carter did it again. From Stiff Meds all the way down to Submit, it's amazing. We got a new Buried Alive track, Gridirons in there. You have the homies in Not One Truth, Adrian on the Rise, Chemical Fix, one of the best bands out of Philly, Hellbound. We got some international flavor in there. Never Again, Live It Down, Killing Me, C4, Fool's Game, Broken Vow, Contention. They're all they're all great tracks. So if you have not listened to the From Within Records, Once in Unity Comp Volume 3. At this point, please hit pause. Do yourself a favor. Go listen to the comp. You can definitely thank me. You will thank me later. But starting very soon, Statement of Pride, Adrian, hitting the road. You know the vibes. If you're on Long Island or in Rahway, Philly, or Upton, please make sure to roll out to those shows. Support both of those bands. They're doing amazing things, and I hope all of you are able to roll out and have a good time. If you're not following From Within Records on social media, please boot up your Twitter, your Instagram. Click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. If you're looking for high-quality merch for your band, for your business, please hit up my friends over at Good Fortune Printing out of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. They do amazing work. I will actually be in Wilkes-Barre next month doing some awesome stuff. Shout out Feet First. Shout out Koyo. But hit up my friends. Go follow them on Instagram at Good Fortune Printing. If you want to get in contact with them, please email them. Contact at GoodFortunePrinting.com. They do amazing things. They're a great business to work with. And I can't wait to work with them in the future. We have some really cool stuff in the works. You'll hear more about it in a couple months. That's all I can say for now. But before we get into today's guest, yesterday I was just scrolling through Instagram, just, you know, just passing some time. And I see my good buddy Carter Holmes post this story about Adnan Syed. If any of you aren't familiar with who Adnan is, you should go listen to Serial Season 1 or go listen to Undisclosed. Or there's an HBO special. I know a lot of you have HBO Max. Uh, Anand Syed has a very, very interesting story. And Carter broke the news to me that 
he was let free today. He's on um, uh, house detention. I hope that's the proper term uh, to see if they're going to retry him. Back in 1999, he was charged for the murder of killing his ex-girlfriend, Heyman Lee, which is insane. It's just a crazy story. And I've been obsessed with this story. And it's all because of my friend, Jordan Sperry. Shout out Jordan. Shout out Las Vegas. She had uh, put me onto this podcast because at the time, I was still just obviously rocking heavy with Joe Rogan, the MMA Hour, the Fighter and the Kid, obviously my podcast. And I was not really sure what else was out there. And this is back 2015 and Jordan and I were at Disneyland and she had suggested, Hey, like I've been listening to this true crime series called serial. You should check it out. And I didn't really think anything of it. I didn't think I was going to be that into it, but I decided to give it a shot. And at this point, serial had already wrapped up. Season one was already done. So I could binge it. And literally the next day at work, I listened from, from episode one all the way to 12. And I could not get over it because I, I thought, uh, spoiler alert, whatever. Um, I thought by the end of it, there was going to be some sort of conclusion because it happened so long ago. But come to find out, it's crazy. Like, I'm just catching on to the hype. Like, it's so popular. The Reddit's buzzing. Nobody knows the truth. There's valid points on both sides. Uh, is Adnan guilty? Is he innocent? Uh, no, nobody really knows. It's a really, really sad and tragic story. But after. It was like some 20 odd years, 23 years. Uh, Adnan was behind bars for um, you know, getting charged and he was released. And I just was blown away because um, for, from 2015 to now, that's what, uh, seven years, I've been listening to this podcast uh, off and on. I've been listening to the worst people on YouTube, like literally like the worst people who I could tell wanted to start their own true crime stuff. And I, I didn't care. I was just obsessed. I wanted to listen to everybody uh, um, and anybody's point of view on this case, just because I wanted all perspectives because for me, and this is just my conclusion. I honestly don't think he should have been charged for the murder. I honestly don't think he did it. And if he did cool, he, he fooled me. But if I, gun to my head, did Adnan do it? I will say no. But it's it's awesome that he is free after so long, but also still tragic for Heyman Lee's family, because now here here we are again, pulling these you know skeletons out of their closet, having to force them to relive probably one of the most tragic things that they've ever uh, had to deal with. Again, now this guy that they felt comfortable with p pinning the murder on is now free and now they're just left clueless. Uh, you know, 22, 23 years later, and there's really no justice for them, for her family. So it, it's tragic on that side, but it's also, it's like, man, you, you can't really put an innocent man behind bars. That's not right either. Um, but it's really interesting and crazy to see Adnan free. I was always curious if this day would come because he has, you know, came over so many hurdles and difficulties along the way. And I was just blown away. I, I'm still tripping out about it. Serial put out an episode 13 to season one, seven years later. Uh, definitely not the episode that I was expecting. It was like a 17 minute long episode. I was hoping for like a two hour breakdown or something crazy just because from 
episode 12 to 13 so much stuff has happened so many details of the original podcast uh you know all these facts and evidence came out to correct certain things that were told in that podcast but definitely didn't get that i'm curious if they're going to move on with it but it's it's just a crazy story so shout out to adnan for getting out and, and even if anybody who's like you know real fans of the podcast or anybody who's listened to anybody that i've ever had on that had any ties to baltimore I would always ask them about that case, if they knew about it, or if they have ever heard of a place called Lincoln Park. It's just references. It's been it's been here the whole time. So it's crazy that he's free. But check it out. Serial Adnan Syed. He didn't do it. But last thing, there's a new K-pop group called Mimi Rose. Listen to them. Go listen to the new album that just dropped. I hope they blow up. I hope they make it. It's tough. But I believe in them. Shout out Mimi Rose. But okay, today's episode. This one's for Orange County. Shout out Kenny. Shout out Major Payne. Orange County is amazing. I love Fury. I love Dare. I love Take It to Heart. Throwdown forever. It was such a pleasure for me to be able to sit down with Kenny and talk about Major Payne. They're signing to Indecision Records. Our love for Fury. This one was amazing, and anytime I'm able to put on for Orange County, for my scene, especially here on the podcast, right? Because I do as much as I can in real life. You guys got me booking shows now, which is so funny. That's a whole other thing, but you guys got me booking shows. I'm out here supporting other people's shows, but it's very special to me when I can welcome some Orange County legends onto the podcast it's been done. Go look through the history. They've all been here from Dave Peters to now our good friend Kenny, the singer of Major Pain. This is seriously amazing. I love Kenny. I love everything that he stands for, his love, his passion for hardcore. If any of you have not heard Major Pain, please hit pause, go boot up your Spotify, your Apple Music, your Bandcamp, your title. Stream the Major Pain demo and get ready for new music coming out on Indecision Records. And then you can thank me later and you can come back here. You can hear Kenny and I talk about all things great in Orange County. So please strap in. Enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, welcome Kenny to the show. I'm doing good. I'm stoked to finally have you on the podcast. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. So I appreciate you being down to come on today. Thanks for having me, man. This is pretty, this is pretty dope. <laughs> appreciate yeah. This one. yeah, no, the pleasure is all mine. Cause obviously, you know, I'm a huge supporter of orange County hardcore and you're doing some awesome stuff to support the scene. Uh, for people who may not know when I booked these shows at program, 
uh, you know, I, I always feel like you're uh, always a big help behind the scenes with, uh, you know, even help getting uh, me put in contact with Chris or even um, helping out with the back line. So I, I definitely appreciate, uh, you know, all the help that you've given me so far. Dude, no problem, man. Honestly, like, I, you know, like, I, I think what you're doing is like very important for like Orange County hardcore, like, you know, just in general, putting on shows and stuff. And like, you know, any little way I can help out, you know, like, obviously, I feel like you do all the legwork and I kind of just, but you and Christian contact, you know, so you know, more props to you than me. If you're like, yeah. And it, this isn't something that I, you know, wanted to do from the very beginning. This is just something that, um, obviously the last draw higher power show, that was something that was like a, a cool opportunity that fell into my lap. Um, and that I, dope, <laughs> that show was really fun, but if that I'm being, crazy, if I'm being honest, I, I thought that was going to be it. I was like, all right, cool. Like, uh, did something, you know, that was pretty successful, pretty cool. Let me walk away but as time went on and these tours were coming through and uh orange county was getting skipped over i was like geez this isn't what i want to happen yeah and i i, I could get how uh, you know people would easily just not play orange county because maybe they didn't have the proper contacts on who to even hit up to book shows because uh, you know besides what we we're doing I, I i don't really know who else is doing anything out here so yeah. Um, I, I just had to step up and luckily, like I said, luckily for you know, people like you and uh, especially Chris shut up program without program, like nothing that I've done or will be doing like would be possible. So I, I definitely appreciate no, all of you guys. I, I 100% like I feel you on that in terms of like, I feel like, you know, like there has to be more people booking. I feel like specifically hardcore shows out of Orange County, you know, and it's like it's cool that you're stepping up and doing it. So, you know, it's just, I think that's very important, you know, personally. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm just happy that it's worked out. So shout out to everybody that has, uh, you know, been down to, uh, you come know, through, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, come through, and play these shows. It, it definitely means a lot to me, and probably a lot more to the kids in Orange County who get to, yeah. you know, experience these cool shows that, you know, when, when you look at these lineups, it's not really happening anywhere else. So yeah, um, you know, it's a pretty cool thing. Dude, every lineup is the same. I think like Higher Power played the shot along with like the little anxious set too, which is like nuts. Dude. That show is wild yeah 100 percent. it was definitely a fun night but okay for for people who are listening who may not be familiar with who you are can you just give a, a quick rundown on uh, who you are and what band you're in uh so uh my name's kenny uh i do vocals for uh, major pain and uh yeah <laughs> you know that's pretty much pretty much the gist you know yeah major yeah. major pain uh the new young blood of orange county hardcore which is yeah. which is so cool because if you uh, you know, told me when I was younger, like, hey, um, you're going to get to see all these different, you know, um, iterations of Orange County Hardcore. Um, I, you know, I, I would be stoked because, uh, you know, in my early days, just loving bands like Throwdown um, and just seeing the scene evolve and change over the years. It's, it's been cool. So to be able to have uh, somebody from a newer band like Major Pain on, this is something that I, I'm definitely stoked to do. Dude, I'm stoked to be here and I'm stoked to be talking to you about it because like, I feel like I don't know, I always I always like to geek out about like talking to people that are like you know, like have been around the Orange County hardcore scene a lot longer than like you know I have, you know it's like cool to hear like how hardcore moves so fast and I feel like every like three to five years it's just like a different you know like generation and era you know and it's like I always like to like hear about you know stories of like old shows that have happened years ago just to, you know it's I nerd out on that type of stuff a little bit you know. I, you could ask like I, I asked Chris or like even like uh, Ephraim, you know, like so 
the homie Greg too. Like I always like nerd out about stuff like that. Actually, yeah, it's stuff special to me. Man. For sure, the, I I think back to a time when I had a certain group of friends. And it, it was like this real um, like turning point. Uh, and I feel like I always uh, reach these points in my life because I'm so into hardcore and the people that I just somehow managed to surround myself with always uh, just gets jaded and gets over it. Um, yeah. But I, I remember specifically when Fury w- w- was just popping out as a band and none of my friends at the time wanted to support them or even go out and see them just because they were just some random new orange county hardcore band they didn't have any kind of status or any hype surrounding them and it it just blew my mind i'm like that stuff doesn't matter because um you know if it uh you know was to come you know that would be later because this band is literally just just starting out i feel like you got to give a chance to the locals you got to put on for them you know like i feel like for like a like a like a hometown band everybody that's from the hometown's got to show out you know help build the help build that you know Exactly. That, and that's what I, I try to explain to him, like all these other scenes that you guys, you know, um, fan size um, or, or wish you could be from. They're doing exactly what you you don't want to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, you're so willing to support all these other bands from other state, like, excuse me, other states, other scenes. But when you have a brand new band, right, nobody knows what path they're going to take, but you just don't want to help out. It, it was the craziest thing to me. So I was like, fuck you guys. I, I, I don't care. I I think this is cool that we have a new band that's at least trying to do something. You guys aren't even trying to do shit uh, besides, you know, paying to go to shows. Um, so I was like, I'm going to go out and support them. So I, I remember I had to you know go to these, uh, you know, early Fury shows by myself. And Dude, that's crazy, man. Because like, I don't know, like I when I think about Fury, like I think about like that's just like a special band from like, you know, like home, you know, like. Like, it's crazy for me not to think of, like, you know, like, Orange County Hardcore and I think Fury. And, like, you know, I, I obviously I want to go to a show and, like, see them and stuff, you know? And it's, like, I don't know, it's the thing that you were able to see them when they started to how, like, they picked up. To me, that's, like, that's really special, you know? Like, I don't know. It's crazy to think people didn't value it at that time, you know? Like, yeah. Regardless of how that band would turn out, you know? So. It, it's something that I've learned over the years is, like, you, you never know what band um, is going to take off or even if they do take off, how long they're going to last. So for, for me, it's always been like, I don't know what their timeline is, but while they're around, I'm going to try to enjoy it as much as I can. And especially if they're from my area, I, I want to uh, shout them out. I want to talk about them. I want to put everybody on notice uh, and just try to help spread the word. Cause I feel like for everyone that's in hardcore, I feel like supporting your, your local scene is the most important thing. Like Dang, it keeps it going. You know, it keeps like, it inspires like a new generation of kids to like do the thing you know like whether it be like playing in a show or like booking gigs or you know just it makes them excited i feel like versus like seeing the same band you know throughout the years and you know they get bigger and then they stop playing like the local spots you know like it it keeps it keeps the cycle going it keeps new bands you know popping up you know 100 percent without uh, and i always tell everybody it's like without the people working hard who are you know, booking bands, who are starting bands, doing zines, just any part, um, you know, extra besides, you know, going to, you know, paying your ticket to go to a show. Uh, those roles are really important because without those people, shit's going to stop at some point. People are going to yeah. uh, move on to a, another scene, the next closest scene, or, or people are just going to give up and lose faith because there's nothing going on locally. And maybe that's all they could get to. So um, I feel like the death of a scene pretty much you know 
you don't support locals and you don't put on for like you know your homies and like that's that's how scenes die out you know so it's you know what you're saying is like i feel like 100 percent yeah very important, you know? and i where i come from i i speak about it all the time out in the palm springs area i witnessed the highs of that scene like shout out to my buddy steve kipple who booked uh i i still think to this day the greatest show out there it was uh down to nothing blacklisted cast aside in Dude, indio so um but like we're getting shows like that to it fizzling out and th- there are you know um luckily there's, there's newer the kids lives. out there yeah. uh shout out to face facts uh, yeah. Sage, dude, he's put it on. Like, yeah, hard. yeah. So it, it's cool for me to 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 meet people like that, um, especially while living out here and hearing that there's still, you know, at least some rumblings of things going on out there. But yeah. for for a while, like like literally, like right when I moved away, there was like there's literally nothing going on, which was the weirdest thing because um there was this guy, uh, his name was Daniel. He lived across from the he, he lived across the street from like the DMV in Indio, and he booked rotting out in his backyard multiple times just like yeah yeah crazy stuff like that so for 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 me to be able to experience like a thriving scene to to, to it falling apart because no venues uh people just giving up it's definitely something that sucks and it it can't happen anywhere and not saying we're like that close here in orange county but when you take away the like pretty big aspect of not getting shows I, i feel like that could be the start to like a big snowball effect of things, you know, turning really bad out here. And I just yeah. don't want that to happen, especially with, like, like I said before, there's so much rich history here. And even with yeah. the amount of bands and the amount of venues here, I'm like, there's no way we can just stand by and let and that happen. Just let it fizzle out. Yeah. No, I hear you. And it's like, I don't know, Orange County, like it has like a rich, rich, rich history with like hardcore and punk and just like you know, alternative music in general, I feel like. You know, it's like it's I don't know. For me it's kinda of crazy to think like of it fizzling out, but it's like a very real possibility, you know? Yeah. But so. and, and even to think like, man, you know, we got like rabbit down the street and just just with that label alone, like th- th- there's too much history there to, to let something like this disappear. Just die out, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wanna you know, talk about major pain. Uh, how did you meet all the guys in the band and how did this whole thing come together? I met him all through program really. Um, Cause like, you know, like a couple of months back I was, I was uh, working at program and, you know, like I've been there for like a very long time. And, and honestly, like they're all just homies that I met individually through, you know, going constantly to shows there and like, you know, working shows. And so it kind of just happened that like, you know, like quarantine hit um, at the time I had another band that was kind of like, a, you know, I, we only released like one song and wasn't really like, you know, like, we were preparing to play shows and stuff, but I, I wanted to do something a little bit different, you know, like this band was a lot more crossover and like, I wanted to do something like more straightforward, like hardcore, like, so I hit up all the homies and, you know, like, that's how like, you know, Coop, Maddie, Gene, uh, Jeremy, like we all kind of came together and, you know, uh, pretty much started playing music together, which, you know, like, I don't know, it just started off as just jamming out and like the whole intent was like, uh, we were gonna we we're gonna record a demo that was about literally about the movie Major Pain, just joke songs. Because I guess like I feel like we were big into like uh, bands like C4 and you know like joke bands, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Coop was trying was trying to start like a straight edge band at the time, um, but it kind of just all like clicked pretty quick like musically. And then you know we started taking it just like a little bit more seriously. You know like Major Pain turned into like major pain i feel like what it is now versus like it just being a joke band 
releasing a demo and maybe playing like one show, you know, kind of just snowballed a little bit. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember the first time I saw you guys. Um, and it's definitely escaping me now, but yeah, because for a while you guys didn't have recordings. Like, uh, obviously, no, dude, the... it's crazy because the demo we were, we sat on it for like a minute. I don't know why. We constantly were like, all right, we're going to put it out. We're going to get it mixed and mastered. That's going to be it. And then we're just like, oh, but there's a gig coming up. So we got to practice for that. So, you know, it kind of just, the, the demo I feel like was done like around April or May. And we didn't release it till like, couple months back maybe or unless i'm getting the timelines wrong uh yeah the, the band camp says it came out july 6th yeah that's, that's right it's mm -hmm. probably like three or four months that we we sat on it and that it was already done and, and pretty much just hammered out it was more so just like i don't know i think the root of it was because like i i the best piece of advice i ever got was from chris at program um where he because I feel like Chris drops like little nuggets of wisdom here and there. And like one thing he always said was like, what makes a band like a good, good, you know, is I feel like two things, which is, you know, making sure all the members like, you know, gel well together and get along and, you know, keep, keep a good vibe, which like, I don't know, it's very important. I feel like for major pain is like, we kind of just like to have fun, you know, like mm -hmm. everything else that goes on is kind of just like extra. And then the second thing is just playing live. You know, I feel like that, practice is like one thing where you kind of you can start it over you know you mess up fix it but live is like that's like i feel like the ultimate test of a band you know like you could do it live and then do it good and then like you know be able to improve and just constantly get better you know which i don't know that's it's the best wisdom that chris imparted on me i feel like that and a couple other things too but yeah and i i feel like it translates well to, to you guys playing live because um whatever show I saw you at first, it was definitely a program. And I, I remember, um, obviously just knowing, um, you, uh, before I started talking to all the other, uh, other members of the band, um, I was like, okay, cool. There's this newer band from Orange County. Like, let's see what they got, you know, cause hopefully, yeah. <laughs> and obviously fingers, <laughs> fingers crossed, hopefully it's something good. So we can have something, um, you know, solid to, to rely on, to, you know, keep the name out there. And yeah. I, I remember seeing you guys and, uh, being stoked on it and being like, oh, cool. These kids I definitely have a, a lot of potential and this is something cool to see. And then at that point, that's when I started kind of telling everybody that I know behind the scenes, like, hey, like, why aren't you at this show? Like, you got to come out, support major pain, like stop, you know, because because I, I know too many people who think they're too cool to go to certain local hardcore shows just because yeah, which, is, which is mind boggling. Yeah, because I'm like, dude, like, you ride so hard for like Orange County and then you're just like, oh, but I'm only going to show up to this show because this band's playing it and not this other local. You know, it's like mm -hmm. to me, that's like, I don't know. That's kind of kind of whack. It, it's super whack. And like, trust me, there, there, there's people who you, you know, um, that I, I don't want to uh, you know give them any uh, you know free advertisement. But th there was people who used to give me crap and call me weird for for going to shows early or even going to shows that they had zero interest in just because i was curious about um a, a new band that was coming through or i wanted to to get like specifically I, I remember when distort was hitting program for the first time i i remember telling uh the people that i, were, I was hanging out with at the time i'm like hey there's this band uh, you may not be familiar but you guys should roll out and they're like ah oh, that band sounds weird like we don't really care really? dude, dude i'm, like, I'm like telling you i'm telling That's you man, wild, man. yeah dude, i remember uh like i would come out of like high school like i, I was like a 
sophomore or junior and i would see the store on a flyer and i didn't know i didn't know who the store was i think step for change was still playing a little bit mm-hmm. like i caught the tail end of that whole you know like wave of program and i was just like all right screw it like i would go to program and then get my mind blown and then go home and and i wouldn't just go to like all the hardcore gigs like you could ask chris and like you know john he's not there anymore uh the punk guy that used to work the shop and Derek too but i would <laughs> I would get together like a little bit of scratch from like, you know, like, you know, doing like little chores at home and stuff, come to program. And like, I would either buy a water and then just hang out like an hour before every show. And I would just see every band. So like, it's mind boggling to me that some people won't even want to check out newer bands because like, they're not hype yet, you know, but as soon as they're hype, they're like at every single, you know, like gig, which, you know, that again, perpetuates the cycle of all this, like a scene's not going to thrive. If you're not supporting like the smaller guys, you know, yeah, so the smaller guys, like you got to give them a chance, let them learn, let them, you know, get better, you know, like I don't know. Yeah, and look at the start today, right? The Every huge, effect. yeah. Well, they're they're big, they're big, you know, they're sick. They, they're interesting, but they're, they're worldwide. They, they could they could literally pop up um, in any scene, play a show, and kids would show out just because they have that reputation they, they of play, like, having UK, good music. Like, that crazy ass, like uh, there's like a live set. Of them playing like the UK and stuff, like like all the kids were going off and stuff, which is cool, man. And I don't know, that band is just dope. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's strange, man. That yeah, people just wouldn't want to support. And it's just like, wouldn't you want people? And obviously, like you don't have to go and be best friends, but wouldn't you want newer bands um, or even bands with the potential who are coming through to want to have a good time? You know, at your scene to yeah, see a like, lot of actually, kids and then come back. You know, like make the effort. Like I feel like that motivates them to want to you know continue coming back and not only that i feel like that spreads the word in their scene that like hey like orange county's got like a really cool like supportive scene like it'd be cool we could go you know there you know like that's i feel like that's that's what you know keeps everything interconnected and thriving you know 100 that, that's what i want like these shows that i've booked uh, and the ones that are coming up that's what i want every band to walk away with like all, all these bands coming from out of state i want them to walk away with the impression that Holy shit! That was everything that we wanted, and we want to come back. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's like super important. I feel like because like you know, it's, it, I feel like nothing is worse than a band having a bad experience, like that's out of state or something, and then they go back to like you know their their respective scenes and stuff, and they're just like, yo, like it wasn't cool or whatever, and then that just sways away more potential you know tours to come through, you know, which which ultimately like that's what helps you know. One for one, the touring band, and two gives the locals a shot to get on the on the bill and be able to you know have more exposure and you know be able to to grow and you know you know hopefully like inspire like another crop of kids you know which I feel like that's ultimately very important. Too. Yeah, I, I feel like you you guys in Major Pain, you're kind of in that position right now, right? Where um, obviously you and your circle of friends and the, the the people that come out to see you guys, like you're kind of inspiring the the generation after you. It's probably hard to realize right now that that's going on, but I'm sure there's a, a, a bunch of kids who are going out and you're seeing you guys and getting inspired. Like, holy shit, like these are people who aren't that like far away. Um, you know that are connected to me that um, are doing some cool shit like you know i want to do that so uh, it's it's crazy to think but you guys are definitely doing that that's that's it's crazy to think because like i don't know like i remember like it was maybe like four or five years back dude like i heard uh, like paramount Mm -hmm. like in high school and stuff and like i don't know that that was like it was crazy because it was like oh they're from fullerton and like you know play program a bunch and, and i don't know like that that band for me is it's that band that inspired me to do this which you know like it's 
they're they're from home you know like it's there's a pride that comes with having a band like that come out of you know orange county you know yeah no trust me i i I love fury a lot like that's why when this podcast reached episode 100 it was really important for me to to have jeremy on as a guest and to, to do something special with it and to, to to think that we were able to pull off what we did uh, for anyone who may not even know that this episode exists but uh back great, <laughs> back at um episode 100 um uh i, I teamed up with uh, steven from 197 media shout out steven um, we went to Disneyland and we took Jeremy, we filmed this interview, we, we hit like multiple locations in Disneyland and it was cool because, you know, I, I go to Disneyland all the time. It's like, yeah. you know, like the, the level or like the feeling of it being magical is, is definitely long gone. Like I, I still enjoy, like love the place, but it doesn't feel that magical anymore. Cause like, you know, it, I, I go there so often. So it's, it's normal to me. Yeah. But but that day being there with, uh, you know, Jeremy from Fury and getting to dive deep into the like band Fury and hearing him speak and uh, just getting to spend like an extended period of uh, time with him. Something that I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. And it was seriously one of the coolest things that I've ever done. I feel like all those dudes like are just very like like special people. I feel like it's like, I don't know, like I've talked to them like very little every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just seem like really like genuinely nice like cool like and in, like intelligent and like very like unique people i feel like which is like it's dope to think that those people in my mind represent orange county you know and, and like i don't know like if if there's anything that i could add to that like the rich history i feel like you know like that's crazy to think for me but it's like that i want to like to try and you know in a sense like in a, in a weird sense like emulate and pay respects to like that you know which dude that episode is so sick like i'm, I'm gonna be honest with you also too like uh i don't go to disneyland too often but salt and straw the ice cream spot in downtown mm-hmm. uh, disney is bomb so good but it's all, it's like the the one place that I go that I look forward to getting like something vegan because they have this uh vegan sorbet it's like strawberries and like coconut water it's it's so good Dude, that ice cream spot is bomb. Did I get the cinnamon snickerdoodle one like recently the other day? It was, it was dope. I was like hyped. Yeah, and see for for me, I didn't even know you had any interest in Disney, but that's not surprising, right? Because for being us or for us being in Orange County, that's just such a normal thing. Disney's. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I mean, Disney for me is like up until like maybe a couple of years back. Like that's every birthday or whatever. Like. You know, it was always a spotlight. Like, I would go with my mom because, like, she likes it too. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I don't know. Disney is not like, I'm not crazy about Disney, but it definitely is. Like, when I get to go, it's like, oh, it's cool. Like, you know, it's like a special like, little family spot. So, like, yeah, I've lived in Orange County since 2010. And all the way up until last year, um, I, I would spend every birthday in Disneyland because I never really liked to make a big deal about Parties my birthday. Yeah, um, it's just, know. you know, and, and I, I knew so many people and so many friends that had passes. So I'm like, hey, if you can make it out, cool. If not, that's cool, too. Like, it's, it's not that big yeah. of a deal. But because um, because I, I don't want to, like, make anybody feel left out or anything. But it's just like, hey, yeah. we're going to be here. Uh, we're going to do our thing. But whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a cool spot. And I, I'm, I'm happy that you checked out that episode because it, it, it was seriously for um, for as much as you like it. Like, I'm I, I was just as excited to, to do it. it. It was something that I had like the idea for and for it to all come together yeah. and to you know to even pitch it to jeremy and and before that like, be, we, like down to do it yeah know? because like, before that him and i never spoke 
But for me yeah. to, to reach out and just kind of express to him what it meant to me and him to understand and be down to do it, it was something like very special. So love that that's, episode. That's sick. That's sick. Yeah, definitely. If you get a chance to do anybody like hearing this, like check it out. That, that episode really, really special. Yes. And we have more video stuff coming, but that's all I can say for now. Just expect something very soon and something pretty cool. Oh, um, yeah. But it is weird, right? Because you think about, okay, Fury had their era. They're, they're still around. There's um, allegedly a, a new record that's supposed to come out at some point. Um, I, I'm going to be spinning that when it comes out every single day. Yeah, because trust me, I've, yeah. I've been kind of, you know, asking and probably being annoying behind the scenes just because I uh, would like to know what's going on and just trying to get it, um, you know, updates whenever I can. So, yeah. so as far as I know, allegedly there's a, a, a new record that's supposed to come out at some point. Um, and yeah. from <laughs> from what I know, this is, this is like long overdue. Like, I, I feel like the timeline that I had heard, um, this is, yeah, like we're way late on the scheduling of that. But um, who knows? Yeah. You know, shit happens. The things move um, in certain ways. So um, I just hope don't that it's still a, on the way. Don't they have like two songs recorded or something like that? I remember they talked about uh, it was when they dropped the Birds of Paradise music video. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned that they were going to be recording either a single or two songs. I, I can't remember, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just excited at the possibility of having New Fury, you know? And I know, like, I know to me, like, what makes that band very special, too, is, like, they operate on their own time. And I feel like, you know, they do something, they do it very genuinely, which, I don't know, that's that's cool. Because Fury is a big band, I feel like, you know? But I feel like Fury definitely is in a position where a lot of bands would want to be. But, like, they keep it true to, like, who they are. You know, like, they're not going to do it just for the sake of like doing it is because they, they want to, well, for, at least for me, for what it feels like. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right because they could have easily right with their um, signing to the bigger label. They could have easily turned into one of these touring machines, got burnt out, pushed yeah. out records just to, you know, put out new music. But no, uh, I, I feel like you're, um, you know, uh, right that they're uh, operating on their own time and they're because I'm telling you, this album should have been out, but who knows? Maybe yeah, they're tweaking things. Who knows? But they teased failed entertainment as far back as like 2017, mm-hmm. and I remember like I remember finding like the promo video for it when they got signed to Room for Cover, and it said like 2018, but and they're coming up in 2019. I feel like yeah, May mm-hmm. 3rd, 2019. That that I have a I have a poster of the little like tiny like Fury like failed entertainment one like I'm up in my room. So it's like, I don't know. I remember when that record came out, dude, like, I like Paramount a lot, but I feel like Full Entertainment is like, every time I listen to that record and read the lyrics, I feel like I walk away with something new. And it, it only makes more sense the older I get, which if, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I know uh, it, it got mixed reviews. People, uh, you know, it, it kind of had to take time to grow on them, which which I, 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 t- I totally understand because if you, if you think about um, from the the way Paramount sounded, and then with uh, with failed entertainment coming out, you, you gotta think there was definitely some growth, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with the band, um, and, and you can obviously tell uh, musically. So uh, I, I I could totally understand, but for me, it it was such a good progression because not yeah, every I don't band- think it was like a progression where it was like kind of phoned in. I feel like it was a natural evolution from Paramount because mm-hmm. like Paramount is very much like. I feel like almost like traditional hardcore done as best as you could do it, in my opinion. Like every single song is like just like 
a blitz of just like fast like hardcore riffage whereas like field entertainment almost feels like like a very like 90s like grungy almost like like if it sounds full to me you know like it's it's and it's still like elements of paramount are in there but i feel like it's definitely like it feels like the logical step the right step that they they took in my opinion and i love that record maybe possibly a little bit more than paramount yeah i, I don't know it's it's hard like it, it's based on mood stuff but film entertainment is like very very like special to me pretty mm. much yeah no i i think they're super talented and did a really great job and i'm happy to see a band to be able to uh, experiment and do a different sound and pull it off well because it's not not every band uh can have a, a great transition like that and perform well so for for that band because like obviously I, I just like you I'm, I'm so biased when it comes to them like in my eyes they could like basically do no wrong but <laughs> uh but obviously like if it if they put out trash i would you know say it but no uh, their discography front to back is solid it's good all the way dude even like that the demo like marshals the light i know it's called that that one's like dope that was called and yeah, kingdom come everything. everything yeah yeah literally everything i don't think they put out like a, a single bad song yeah well i i, I hope because obviously uh, last year they literally played one show yeah they played for the children which mm-hmm. I, I dude i would i was i saw the fury on the i saw fear in the flyer and i was like I need to go, but for a reason, I, I don't know. I think I got caught up in something that I couldn't go. But, mm-hmm. dude, I bought a ticket to the Solstice show. Because, like, it's Solstice and Fury. Like, I'm like, I'm going to lose my shit this year. Yeah, I, I'm i not sure if I can make that show because I'm actually going to be traveling home from Pennsylvania, uh, which I which I haven't said publicly. So yeah, I'm, I will be traveling home from Pennsylvania that day. So I don't know if I'll, if I'll make it home on time. Like if my flights are on schedule and everything should be okay, I should be able to make it to the show. But if not, yeah. if there's any delay then I'm screwed. So I'm hoping you're, I can make it. You're going to show up to like, at least catch like the last like two bands or three bands. Yes. Hopefully that's the plan. I know, I know you've done it before. I know like you, you, you like you said before in the podcast that like, you you missed uh there was a fury show and then you were like you had to close your job or whatever mm-hmm. but you were luckily able to at least catch fury you know which is like to me that's like real shit you know yeah, dude like, that was the paramount record release i was literally in downtown fullerton working at the comic book store and i'm like oh shit like i don't know if i can make this yeah. um but i i had a rush from downtown fullerton to santa ana where the observatory is and luckily i, I got there just in time I, I was bummed that I missed the majority of the show, but to be there, to be at the Paramount record release, it was something awesome. Was special. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and it was one of those things where like there were people taking pictures, but for some reason, nobody has like video footage that I know of. I, I know I've asked around a lot, but it just wasn't filmed. And it was just one of those that's special cool. sets. Yeah, I think that's dope because I'm like, it's like, you know, like no people weren't so focused on like trying to record it and more so just being in the moment. Which, like, I feel like, I don't know, like, that's really, really important, I feel like, you know. Like, there's always going to be somebody recording the the show, so I feel like it's, you gotta, it's, you gotta be present and, and be aware of what's going on, you know. Like, you actually feel the music and the vibe and stuff. So, that's dope. That actually kind of, I'm stoked about, like, I'm, I'm obviously bummed. There's no footage of it, but it's also, like, that's how you know, like, it was, like, a very special moment. I feel like, 100%. Paramount was big. Yeah, yeah, no, because you see, I think it was like 
uh you know the, their first uh full length and people were like holy shit like there's they're actually doing it and then yeah. you know for the you know bands to fly in and it just being such a big thing at the time it was yeah definitely something really special but uh so i, I obviously we could talk about fairy all day but i feel like we could dude like <laughs> that band is like i don't know like, I, I i i turned 18 at a fury show so like for me it's like that band like it just clicked. I feel like yeah. you know, I was like, damn, like that'd be dope to do like that, or you know, like be able to write stuff like that. Or, you know, the, the, the thought of like somebody from home, like to do that is like, damn, like that inspires me a lot. So, like, which is like ironic because I feel like Major Pain sounds nothing like that, but like mm-hmm. for for a lot of us, like it's like, oh, like that's like a very big influence on like Major Pain, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but. I, you know, bringing up the For the Children show and then bringing up the Soul Search show, I, I'm just hoping that they don't continue that trend where this Soul Search show um, is going to be it for a while, right? Because you got to think, right? Soul Search is um, the end of next month, which is October. And, it, you know, a couple months shy of um, them uh, almost hitting a year without, you know, playing a show. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping going into 2023, uh, we get that new record. And yeah, no, well, I'm going to be selfish here. I hope in 2023, I'm able to book them. That's like something that program at least once, dude, I've asked like uh, probably more times than I want to say publicly, because uh, yeah. what I want to do, like something that, that I've been uh, that I've always had the, the idea of doing is I, I wanted to obviously throw on a, a, a show, but do like an Orange County thing where I book Fury, I book Dare, I book Take It to Heart, I, I book Major Pain. And, you know, throw on a couple other bands, you know, obviously put on maybe like Firestarter or Sanctified. Firestarter the, the, really yeah, cool. all, all those guys have helped me out so much. And for them to be down to play the shows that I asked them, I support those guys like all the time. So I, I, I appreciate them so much. But that's something that I want to do is I want to do you guys like, you know, those Orange County bands together. Because yeah. uh, for me, moving to, to Orange County, like uh, there was you know things going on but like there i didn't really have like a band to, to root for so my, yeah. my my time living here i've got to you know uh you know be a big fan of fury i, I got to see uh dare who i'm still a huge fan of and i got to see their rise and then now take it to heart they're they're on the come up they just finished their full us they're heading to oklahoma in november still ripping local gigs um so they're up next and then now major pain you guys just released your demo <laughs> You guys just got signed to indecision you know congrats yeah, that like that's awesome so it, it it's, it's cool for me and i and that's something that i just want to kind of want to pay homage to and uh, do something for these different iterations of orange county hardcore and obviously um every band is still active doing stuff but yeah. um not not their fan base i feel like the fan base um you know from from where fury is to where major pain is now there's so many different kids um, who don't yeah. uh, who don't really cross over, but I, I would like to bring everybody together just to show support and be like, hey, look, look what Orange County is, has done and is still doing. Yeah. So th- that's something that is special to me and something that I, I want to put together at some point, and hopefully I, I'm able to pull it off. Dude, that'd be sick. I, like, like that, that, yeah, that'd be. I don't know if you think a show like that would could happen. Like, it's like really cool and dope. And like, you know, it's crazy because I feel like you're right. Like, there's so many like new kids coming around like to hardcore shows now. Versus like you know the kids that were going coming the hardcore shows like during like Fury's era, which is like I don't know like it's mind boggling to me because like 
not well not mind-boggling to me but it's like it's kind of it's kind of weird because like i remember like I, i'd watch like old program videos you know mm-hmm. and it's like i see so many people in that crowd that like you know like are now in wise and uh like you know like let's go you know the dare zulu like a lot of those people coming to those shows and like during that whole era which is like you know i don't know like that's that's special you know and like to bring them all together and like be like yo like past uh present and then future like that that just sounds like a very special show yeah because not just me and you but everybody in those other bands all have pride to represent orange county so it's like man it just seems like a no-brainer to have everybody come together at some point because everybody um has uh, made their own impact and like i said you guys are all still doing stuff so it's something that i'm hoping i'm able to 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 make happen because trust me i'm uh, constantly reaching out trying to figure out availabilities and just trying to slap it together so yeah. um hopefully at some point it, it happens um hopefully sooner than later but that's something that i would love to do is to to, to put on something like that that'd be sick dude that, that, that honestly like that i think i think i remember you telling me that about that like maybe like like, like a couple shows back or something or maybe we, we talked about it but i don't know when you told me and like even coop was like yeah that, that that's like a very special thing to do you know and i feel like it's just it's a it's like an important thing to do because i feel like you know a lot of people walk away being like yeah like this is how we keep this you know whole thing going is by constantly you know you see like past present future and like how each each era i feel like has influenced the next one to come you know mm-hmm. which and what's interesting too, because if you put right fury dare take it to heart major pain side by side you guys sound nothing alike all, know, <laughs> all different sounds but it's cool because because it, it, it's awesome to see that um like our scene doesn't have to you know rely on a certain sound to thrive like yeah. like th- there's so many uh, different um, influences coming through and kids out here like so much different stuff that you know yeah. like all of these like the, the our most popular Big bands all yeah bands, yeah yeah so yeah that's that's very that, that's that's i feel like that's ultimately like a very special like thing you know because like i feel like you know like uh, it's it's definitely like oh okay well obviously they were influenced by this band but we're gonna take it like a step into you know in a sense creating like our our identity our sound our, what makes this era you know this era you know which i don't know that's cool but you're right dude because like I, I don't know like i think about it and like i like i want to sound like fury i wish i could sing like that dude but I, I stylistically like we sound nothing like Fury or even discrepancy or like band of that you know because like I feel like bands that influence us a lot like obviously like Fury discrepancy step for change uh, you know like Wise dude I remember seeing him like when, like I would, I would come out of high school and go see him you know which is like you know it's crazy to think like how they've progressed too you know like, I don't know that that's wild to me but it's also really really special and cool to think that like each era has a different sound you know mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm so confused about wise because I, I i thought they broke up now they're playing solsters <laughs> they're going to the east coast which i'm happy for them because uh, they they have the you know members are also talented right if you look at everybody that's yeah. in that band and you know post or you know or, or whatever you want to say post wise all if you look at the bands that they're all in you're just like dude like this is insane and like how are all these guys in all good bands still yeah, it, it's like crazy that, that, that specific group of dudes like what like the why step for change the story like they all they all 
control Upsara. Like they all play in bands with each other and stuff, mm-hmm. but they all sound different and they all do really, really well, which I feel like, you know, that's like very, very like special, you know, I feel like. Why is it, why is for me is, is like another like almost like I feel like honorary Orange County band in my opinion because like dude they play program a lot same with Distort same with Step for Change and I don't know I, mean, I would just see them like a, a lot I feel like yeah and like th- those dudes roll out to shows uh, that you know they don't have to they they, they drive out yeah. like I, I remember Nick uh, from Wise came out to the Higher Power show and I'm like dude you live in la like you drove out for this and obviously he, he um he's friends with some of the guys in higher power uh, so it, it made sense but for someone to, to drive that far on uh, was it like a monday night or something I, I just thought it was cool dude that's right that show was on a monday night the yeah. turnout was good for that show dude like that I've, i feel like i've been cursed with having the most random nights for shows yeah, but you, you, i feel like you haven't done a weekend show no i think the october 10th is what like that's a it's gotta be what, like uh, it is a weekday something like that. I don't know. I, I'm I'm on your Instagram trying to see the flyer because I have it posted on my Instagram. But what day is it? Uh, October tenth. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. It's, it's another Dude, Monday. Crazy. Yeah. It's, it's another Monday, but but stack bill. I, I feel like that. That's like okay. Dude, like combust? oh yeah. man, do that. You work it's so good. Yeah, shout out Combust. Go listen to a, another life. But yeah, I, I I've been cursed with these like random nights because even if you go back to the Shackled show that I did right, what, what when I was at that was um June thirtieth. What the hell is June thirtieth? June thirtieth. Yeah. And we had some bands drop off, but some Thursday. bands pop on. Oh, yeah, Thursday night, but... Law Power was supposed to play that, and then yeah. Twisted Kane hopped on. Yeah. And I think that's the night Twisted Kane did uh, the Karma, Karma by Next Step Up cover. Mm-hmm. That shit was hard. That yeah. band is sick as fuck, too. They're they're so sick. I, I I love that band. But but Thursday night, kids rolled out. Trust me. Yeah. The bands got paid. Kids had a lot of fun. I had a great time. So, um, yeah, Combust in October on, on a Monday... Uh, full confidence that that show is going to be crazy, but yeah. I, I feel like November we we, we have a weekend, a Sunday night, uh, yeah. so th- that's going to be crazy and another stacked lineup. So I'm super super stoked for that. Oh yeah, sick. Man. But okay, where okay, well, you, funny story. Me, you, Tommy, we're going to the uh, the Frida in downtown Santa Ana. Shout out to Frida, dude. Right? Is that down? Is that considered downtown, right? Or right there on Fourth yeah, Street? Yeah, I think that's downtown. It's on Fourth Street. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm there like at least once a week now. If you're like, okay, they're always showing like really dope movies and shit. Um, so we had this idea, and we came up with it at the uh the New Morality Zine uh, Sunday Drive Showcase, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember you pulled up to for for uh, you saw you pulled up. I think you got off of work or something, right? Because you showed up a little late. Yeah, I I, I pulled up night one. Yeah, yeah, dude. That and then we saw uh, what is it? Holding these moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Frida, they screened it, which was dope. Yeah. Like, seeing it in a movie theater is a lot better than seeing it at a TV screen shop, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, that was the 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 Bane documentary. And I, I remember that day you had mentioned that uh, that you guys were uh, most likely going to sign to Indecision, and I, yeah, I thought that dude, was, I was so stoked about that. Yeah, no, and I I, I think it's cool too, right? Because um, obviously. Uh, to see uh, another uh, like newer band get picked up by them, I'm definitely happy that 
they're paying attention to what's currently going on because they, they have some awesome bands on that label. So for you guys to get added to that roster, I, I thought it was super cool. Dude, it's like it's crazy because I'm like I don't know, like Abrasion and Feel the Flames. I feel like are the two like most current ones that I think I'm like oh shit, like I don't know, like it, it, for us. It, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I when we met up with uh with, with Dave, shout out Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like a good fit right off the bat, but also like I, I very openly said like, hey man, like I want you to realize that like you know like you're making a mistake with us. Like and he was just very openly like smiled and was like, no, like it, it, this is this is cool. And I'm like, I don't know, like I it's just I don't know. It, I'm I'm personally like I can't believe that we're on decision. And that we're part of like that that like roster that I feel like has like a strong history in Orange County, you know, like bands like Adamantium and like you know like Throwdown is a big one, you know. I feel like, mm-hmm. and then like you know like to even him now currently like putting out like Unbroken discography, and you know like you know I don't know like Dave's just a very genuinely good dude, and like he you know he knows what he's doing, and you know like right off the bat like when we had that meeting with him like we kind of. I don't even think we talked about the whole actual thing. We ended up just having a tangent about like how crazy Scientology is and like movies and just essentially just joking around. I feel like until like, you know, it got down to it and yeah, it just, it was a good fit, but it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm honored, but I'm also kind of like, damn, like, you know, like we gotta, you know, I wouldn't say it's like pressure, but it's more so like, it's like, it's like, you're just like, yeah, I feel like a, a big, a small fish in a very, in a pond full of really, really big fish that could riff, you know, like, which is like, I'm honored to be, we're all honored to be a part of it, but it's like, you know, I feel like we, we, this is motivated, this is giving us like the creative juice to like, okay, we gotta, you know, step up the stuff that we're doing, you know, and actually, you know, like tighten it and, you know, be the best that we could be because like, you know, Dave believes in us enough to offer us, you know, to be able to put out music under the Indecision banner, which, like, you know, like, for us, is like, we want to, you know, live up to that banner, pretty much. And Feel the Flames, they're sick as fuck. Like, I love that band. Like, I listen to them, like, once a day. Like, it's so good, dude. Yeah, I I always tell everybody that um, off-camera right here, um, like, it's, like, more, like, this way. I have this uh, Feel the Flames poster. Uh, so I, I see them every day. That that album is awesome. Um, Dude, that the first like little was it uh, remnants of collapsed existence or whatever? Like mm-hmm. when I first heard it. Uh, dude, I played it in my friend's car when we were driving to LA to a show, and I've had it on repeat. And every time the flame started, like towards the end of it, my friend my friend was just over it because he's like, "Fuck, dude, are you really gonna listen to this again?" I'm like, "Dude, this shit's good." Like, it, it's so dude. good. It, it blows my mind that I'm like, "Damn!" Like, how does like this band like? exist during like my active years this is like i i feel like it's almost like too good and i'm like blessed to be able to get to, to yeah and just get to experience it because it, seeing them yeah. live and, and i get to see them live but dude like they're just oh my god like everything like the riffs the drumming the vocals like it all kind of just like they, they got it you know like it's just like yeah they encapsulate that sound like perfect yeah so um, and I'm trying to bring them down to Orange County. I'm, I'm trying to bring every band to Orange County, but um, I have tried like really hard, almost, almost uh, had them uh, come down to Orange County. But uh, hopefully, 2023 will be the year that Field the of Flames. That'd be yeah. sick. Field of Flames is so sick. If, you ever, if anybody hasn't checked them out yet, which I feel like a lot of people have, uh, just do yourself a favor and like listen to them. 
Yeah, I, I think one of the best bands in California, like yeah. currently going on. A hundred percent. Like I feel like out of like the whole like San Jose like scene, like I to me like Feel the Flames is like is it i feel like like they're just they have it you know yeah super talented people in that band um shout out to uh, i i i love seeing angel play drums again so it's yeah. something cool to see him behind the kit so uh they're 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 such a sick band oh, yeah, dude. but uh I, i'm curious from when you had uh you know obviously mentioned uh, that signing to indecision was a possibility to the announcement actually happening seems like there's a, a good amount of time in between i'm curious what the actual holdup was and why it took so long to actually make it official i mean so more more so like i feel like after the meeting it was kind of like oh like so i think the day that, that we did the whole uh movement to the frida mm-hmm. um we got we got like a text basically saying like yo like a major pain wants to do stuff on indecision you know let's do it like i want to make it happen and then i think that day we uh, we reached out and then we said like yo we want to like have a meeting you know like you know get acquainted like properly because like i've known dave through program mm-hmm. and then coop knew dave through through revelation you know so and like dave's always been like a super like super nice dude and like anytime he come into the shop like i feel like he'd always drop like little like almost like history lessons or nuggets on just like crazy stuff you know which is like I don't know. He he just he's just a very special dude as well, you know. And so, I don't know. Like we, we it was a no brainer like for us to like you know pursue it because like I don't know. We all kind of had different ideas of like oh we're gonna send the demos out. We're gonna send the demo out. You know, like obviously like, Triple V was there. I wanted to I wanted Marshall's delight, but I know Marshall's delight is not doing anything anymore, which would have been dope because like I don't know. Like Fury released their first thing on there, and I was like oh that'd be so sick. Mm-hmm. Plus, like the step for change stuff that they put out on Mosh's Delight is like so good. Um, and then I think locking out, dude, we, we like tried to reach out. Um, but then, you know, when Dave hit us up, it was kind of like we all kind of like this makes sense, but like, you know, like I want we want to meet with him and make sure that, like, you know, like we're both of us are on the same page. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we were so originally, I guess we weren't going to announce it maybe closer to the end of the year when we have like new tunes to like go with it you know but more so kind of just boil down to like you know like we we very dearly wanted to rep indecision because like i don't know like indecision to me is like especially for like a like a brand of metallic hardcore that comes from orange county you know like that like they're like it's dope you know and i feel like it's it's cool because like it's like a very like throwback thing to to rep that and I, dude, I think you jokingly said, like, oh, you're just in, 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 like, in love with, like, the 90s or something like that when I told you about it. Um, but I don't know. It was just, like, a, a more so thing, like, yeah, yo, we want to be able to, like, openly say, like, yo, like, Indecision's, like, our home and, like, you know, we want to rep it. And I think after the we, – we we waited specifically a little bit of time. And then after the chain show, like, you know, I just went up to Dave and I said, like, hey, like, I'm like, I know we were like gonna do this whole like lining up some tunes with it, but I'm like, I personally want to announce it. And I know all my guys are kind of just like riled up and want to, you know, be able to openly say, like, hey, like this is the next step for Major Pain. Like from this point forward, whatever we do, we're gonna do with indecision, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, we're gonna make sure that like it's up to indecisions, like, you know, like, I don't wanna say like their standard, but it's more so like, us wanting to put out quality music to, because of, like there's a heritage that comes with being on indecision, you know? So yeah, they, I mean, 
it, it pretty much just boiled down to that, you know, pretty much like we were going to time it out with like some music they were going to record. Um, but, you know, it's, it's more so like, you know, the time was starting to drag on a little bit longer than we would hope for, for just because like, you know, we all are working and doing our stuff and like, you know, trying to map out having every single member in the same spot because we record at a uh, get right recording with uh, what's it called, in the, which is in Yucca Valley, which is like, you know, our first time recording, I think collectively for all of us, aside from maybe Gene in an actual studio, but it was a great experience. And we, you know, we want to go back, but it's like we gotta map out, take time off to actually go out there, spend days, and you know, like it was starting to drag, and it just felt like you, dude, we're, we want we want to do this 100%. So let's just say it. And Dave was down. He he sent us the little mock-up picture of the of the thing, and we were just like cool and then <laughs> i texted dave and i was like yo when are you gonna do it and he's like oh i'm actually doing it tomorrow morning at seven i was like cool like i'm like all right cool like i don't know it was it was sick yeah when i saw it uh, pop up i'm like oh cool like this is like finally official and i remember uh reposting it and seeing all the love that you guys were getting on your personal page and even on the band's page so i was definitely um, very happy to see like such a positive reaction for that announcement it was crazy dude i'm, I'm be honest because I, I don't know like uh, i'm just i'm very grateful that people care enough to like you know be stoked on it for us you know because like obviously like we're just like losing our minds you know to think that this would happen but you know it was, it was just it's very heartwarming and it just it motivates us to want to you know do this more yeah, well, I honestly feel like every time I see you guys live, like there's more and more kids like participating, you know, moshing and singing along. So it's cool. Which is crazy. Uh, did I, I don't know, never in a million years did I ever think that this would happen. I feel like, you know, like, I don't know. It, it, you got to pinch yourself a little bit and be like, damn, this is crazy. Because like, like I said, like Major Pain was never intended to play as many shows as we have. And then no so even upload a, a demo to Spotify. Like I wanted to do it only on Bandcamp because like that was that was like dope to me, you know. Like every mm-hmm. single band I like only did strictly Bandcamp, which you know now it's like oh shit, you know. Like I don't know. Well, it's well deserved because I, I I think the music's awesome, and then obviously speaking to you and you telling me that you know the 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 newer stuff is even better. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward, and I'm very happy to hear that the newer stuff is better than the demo because I like the demo a lot. And I, 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 I'm, I'm very happy that it's out there because obviously for as much as I was posting about you guys, I, I've had so many friends from out of state asking, like, you know, what's up with that band? You always post about them, but like, where can we hear them? So yeah. when, when, when the demo finally came out, I, I had to like kind of circle back and be like, hey, here, you can check them out here. Like this band's like super sick. This is like the next uh, you know wave of uh, Orange County hardcore doing cool shit. Thanks, man. Like that, that really like means a lot. It's like, I don't know, but like. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't, I don't know, dude. It took us a long time to even get an Instagram. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah, like I, don't know, I very much wanted it to to like I don't know. I feel fortunate enough that these group of guys are down to like you know like trust me enough to be able to like in a sense kind of like help steer the band a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I originally like the whole thing was like you make it a joke band only on Bandcamp and never have an Instagram, you know, because like all the bands I love don't have an Instagram, but yeah it's definitely like it, it's cool to ha- be able to like have music out and then have like a social media thing that people can you know look at and you know like i don't know like, i don't know like to me to me like yeah i don't know where we, yeah I don't, 
pretty much is that. Yeah, no, it's 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 a good thing to have. Like, I, I can get why bands wouldn't want to have it, but for uh, this day and age, it's kind of like a cool like base camp where people who are curious and go check you guys out, see, what, see what's out going out. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Like my view on that, the whole social media stuff is like, uh, I feel like it's very important to keep it because if you go on the major pain Instagram, I feel like um, it's essentially just show flyers and maybe like a slide or two of like just random ass pictures but it's like mm-hmm. i don't know it feels very genuine to like what major pain is and i you know i, I definitely at first i was a bit apprehensive because like you know some bands like and no 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 disrespect to any of the bands that do this but it's like you know like social media marketing it almost feels like everything's so calculated and stuff and i'm like i don't know i always thought it was very cool when like a band would post a flyer in their own personal and like it was like it was personally coming from the members themselves and them being genuinely like hey like my band's playing a show like come out you know so i don't know it's like now there's a lot of merit to like social media for a band i feel like but uh, to a certain extent i feel like it can become what waters down a band i feel like yeah especially when you find out that like the social medias aren't, aren't even run by the band it's like some social media manager it's a bummer yeah it's like a big big bummer like uh, i don't know yeah that gets weird to me i'm like well, i would want to see like who's trying to reach out or see who's uh you know actually trying to communicate with us i wouldn't want to just like pawn it off onto somebody that's getting paid yeah which which yeah i mean that's that's pretty much i don't know i feel like so some some bands like are cool with doing that and i get that because it's like you know you're not getting hit up for random stuff and you know et cetera et cetera but I see there's there's a lot more merit I feel like to having somebody that's like actually really from the band running your stuff and just being like a very genuinely like hey like we're playing a show and stuff you know yeah and honestly I applaud the people who are bold enough to uh, you know DM a band or even DM me about random shit where I'm like wow you're crazy I I do not want to participate I don't want (laughs) to um uh you know uh help out um but I feel like th- that's what you have to do sometimes because even yeah, for, like, for me in the early days, n- nobody knew who I was, you know, nobody who saw my weird last name. Who is this guy? Um, but I had to grind and, uh, you know, forge and, uh, you know, build these relationships over the years to, to get to where the podcast is today. Um, so, like, obviously, I don't respond to every weird message that gets sent to me. But just because I ignore you doesn't mean you have to give up. <laughs> you just got to yeah. keep trying it and, and you just find your lane because um, trust me, there, there there's people who will um, give you a shot. Like, we'll, we'll read your text and be like, yo, cool. Let's, let's get it done. You know? But not even that. It's funny when the people who ignored me in the very beginning come around and now they're answering. And I'm like, OK, I, I, I see where I'm at. I, I guess I'm in a position now where I, I deserve a response, which is always funny and, and interest like interesting years later that's, but that's that sucks because like i don't know like i feel like it, it, in their heads they have it framed as like okay you're worthy enough of my time which is like dude like it's like it's just hardcore you know like it's like it's 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 like supposed to be a community thing not a whole i'm better than you i'm away for you to get some clout and then i'm gonna go talk to you which i feel like that's that's just horrible if that's what you're getting out of hardcore like there's more to that than just feeling like you're better than somebody else until they start you know picking up some hype which i don't know you know we could talk about this too like you go deep dive into it you know i i just i i just wish i could view everything through uh coop's lens right that that kid is so happy and loves (laughs) hardcore um i envy him so much uh but you know it's not the case but i wish uh 
I was, um, you know, that stoked on stuff like him. Oh, dude, Coop, Coop's excited about everything. I feel like you, you tell him like one little thing and he's already like running with it, wanting to like jump up and down and shit. But yeah, no, I, I do like having Coop in the band. I feel like it's very refreshing because like, like, I, like you said, like, I feel like a lot, like there's a lot of that going around and I feel like, you know, people tend to forget like why they even got into hardcore in the first place, which, you know, like I could, I a hundred percent understand like how that, how hardcore in itself can turn into pretty much like essentially just like a, a cloud chase and become a bit redundant. But there's also like, you know, like you're spending time with your friends. You have the opportunities to see all the six shows, to play all these six shows and, and just, you know, like personally for me, like it feels almost like when I go to a movie theater, when I go to a movie theater, I kind of sit down, watch a movie and I'm able to turn my, like my, my brain off and just focus on one thing, you know? And very much so I feel that for like a hardcore, like just hardcore shows in general is like I go to a hardcore show and it's like okay cool like it's time where I could just really take a break from like like adult life and kind of just step into a world that like it's all friends and you know having a good a good time pretty much you know but it's like it sucks when like that becomes a thing where you see like oh like this person just unnecessary drama for no reason or you know like very blatant like cloud chasing and stuff like that so I, I can see how some people feel that way but we don't have time for that. We're, we're trying to keep Orange County pure, unified, drama free. I feel um, like, dude, that's that's the only thing that was I feel like special about Furies. There is, I feel like everybody in that circle for the most part was like they were all homies, you know, like friends looking out for friends and stuff. Yeah, man, at that, least that's how it felt for me, dude. Because when I was starting to go to shows and stuff like there, like I, you, there's even footage of me standing. Uh, I would always be in the in the front right corner or behind the counter with john but like i knew nobody you know like i didn't but it was always cool to see like all these people that i like, knew each other and like maybe we were talking joking and, and then they ended up playing bands together which you know just, like, that's to me that's what it's about you know 100 percent, yeah no and I, I feel like going to program for so long and obviously just recognizing you and seeing you there all the time that's what made me comfortable with uh going out and seeing your band and talking to you and getting to know you so oh yeah dude that's sick Honestly, like working there, that was probably one of the most important things. That I feel like, I feel like everybody there at the shop stresses the most is like very being very welcoming and like open and like you know nice to people. Because I feel like I don't know, like it's very easy to get intimidated. I feel like by somebody that is a part of something, and you think, oh, that that person thinks he's better. But it's like I don't know. I personally never liked it when people that were. I don't want to name any names, but we're a part of something that wouldn't really talk to me up until I started working at the shop, mm -hmm. you know, which is like, that's kind of, you know, I thought like, okay, if I'm, if I'm working here, it's my responsibility to be nice and upfront and honest with everyone, regardless of if they're in a band or in their, a part of a label or something, or if they're just a kid coming to the show. You know? And I feel like, dude, what made it very apparent to me like how important that is is like during quarantine because you know how like shows were just gone mm -hmm. um, we were doing like curbside pickup and like i'd have some kids that would come it was when the drain lp dropped and they would they they bought the lp right and we were doing the pre-orders and stuff so we would like set up a table outside put the orders and i'd come out and give the orders to the kids that were picking it up and like everybody that would come to shows and obviously everybody that was at a show prior to covid hitting would show up but like i would I would see homies and then they would tell me like how like you know the situation at home is not cool or like you know like stuff like stuff like that and it's just like i don't know like 
that made it much that that added a lot of context to if you're a part of something whether it be a band a label a venue that a lot of people love and respect and you are taking that as like oh you're thinking that you're better than and you sh- you're not going to give people the time like you're doing the wrong thing like it's it's meant to be like a spot that's like a safe place for everyone and you know you're essentially perpetuating like the death of your scene and stuff like that you know or, or making people not want to come back and just leave hardcore which you know sucks sucks it sucks to think that you know i have a pretty funny story about going into program during the quarantine era and i can't remember at which point because uh you know out here things were so up and down things would be open they would close um but i've never told this public or the story publicly, and i don't even think you even realize but um during it was like right when quarantine started and I, I don't want to give away too many details but i had met this girl all right oh here it goes i've never even told this story but it's actually oh, funny to think about but <laughs> I, I had met this girl right because i i went to the show and it, this is so out of character for me but this girl was like so beautiful so i um, went up to her introduced myself and uh, it was weird because she just you know went to this uh, show by herself i was there by myself so we just kind of uh, you know, became friends and then through uh, just like hanging out got to be like way closer and then and, and she and this is also really weird too she, um she was like in her like mid-20s just getting into hardcore and in my head i'm like where the fuck have you been like how are you just getting into hardcore <laughs> but whatever yeah. um and um she was like hey like i heard there's like this uh, record shop in fullerton that's like you know like legendary and i'm and to me it's it's on some normal shit right because i've been going yeah. to program for years yeah, and i'm like yeah yeah so I, i'm like wait are you talking about like program and she's like she's like, oh like you've heard of it and i'm like yeah like I, i've heard of it and she's like oh cool, like cool like do you want to go there next week and i was like sure like i'm, I'm down and uh her and i went and you were working and oh, really? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. 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 The, uh, this is the craziest thing. Like, so um, you were working, and her and I walk in, and you greeted me. You were like, "Hey, man! Like, how are you? It's good to see you." And she like absolutely loses it. She's like, "Oh my god, they know you here!" And oh, and yeah. like just by you greeting me that way, she was she like thought of me like you know as like somebody like you know with like celebrity status and yeah. she was so like stoked and um, it made her feel so cool but in my mind i'm like i'm nobody i'm just a normal guy that's just kenny he's just saying hi but in her mind she just like it, it just blew her mind that uh you know you asked me how i was doing and that we knew each other and that's so crazy that's fucking weird <laughs> yeah it was the funniest thing that's um cool, but, yeah that's weird yeah and she was soaked on it led to a lot of other good things but we don't have to talk about that here but i just want to say thank you for that you <laughs> you played an important role that day <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's, sick. that's crazy right that's wild I, that, that's, yeah. it's kind of honestly it kind of weirds me out sometimes like not in a bad way but it's mm-hmm. like oh that's like i don't know that's that's, that's crazy yeah one just one random day at a program but but it was cool that's sick man Hell yeah yeah, so so stay friendly, and you never know whose life you're gonna affect. Yeah, I do honestly. I feel like that's that's that there's no other like stay friendly, and I feel like stay humble and stay real, and don't don't you know, don't be ashamed of like your roots and who you are and stuff. I feel like that's very important. You know, hundred percent. I, I feel like you you should want people to like you for you and not some yeah. weird fake persona. Um, and it, it it bums me out that there's a lot of people 
to this day that aren't comfortable in their own skin. And I get it. It, it, it can be hard. Um, you just want to feel like you belong somewhere. But trust me, it's a lot easier and a lot better when you find like your actual people who like you for you and have the same common interests and don't care about if you're cool or if you like cool stuff. Yeah. They just like you for you. Uh, trust me, life is a lot better when you find your people. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's like, I don't know, you stay true to yourself. You're gonna meet people that are true to themselves, and you know, I feel like it's like it's 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 important. It's it's mind-boggling because some people fall into like wanting to be something that they're not because so and so said that they have to dress this way, or so and so in this band is doing this, or you know, especially for like a, like I feel like a like a like a culture like hardcore where it's like it's all about predominantly like, be, like being individual to who you are you know mm-hmm. so i don't know I, I if there's any like quote-unquote wisdom that i feel like is very important some part is like just be true to yourself be kind be genuine be you know like always you know pretty much just greet people and like you know just be nice and, and don't think you're better than someone because you're a part of something like at the end of the day it's like you leave a show it's like you're going back to your regular nine to five or you're you know you're just a regular dude or a person you know like at the end of the day it's like you're ultimately what i feel like outlasts all that is like the friendships you make through hardcore you know and that's what keeps you coming back it yeah no i i 100 agree like uh there's literally no point in, in getting an ego and i could totally see how people can get one like i don't yeah. i don't fault them for that but it does suck when they let it get to their head and i was like wow you're a piece of trash and it's sad because this uh you know this uh you know persona that you think you have you're literally just a normal person just like me yeah and it's like dude it's like doing this doesn't make you any better than the next person you know i mean if anything it kind of makes you like worse if you're letting an ego grow on you you know yeah because trust me i've talked to some of the most popular people in hardcore and they're just normal and the fact that they don't have egos and they are just like everybody else it, it is you know, reaffirming that yeah like the, the, the people that walk around with their egos and think that they're hot shit and that they're better than a lot of people i'm just like yeah no you're not you're just delusional yeah that, that's what it is no i 100 percent agree man and that's that's something that like you know i i learned pretty quickly like when i started working at like i programmed that like some people do let this thing get to their heads and and not like i'm not going to name any names obviously but also too like there's also the same amount of like just as much as there's people that are like that there's also very genuinely real and very like cool people that like i feel like i've been fortunate enough to meet that have like taught me like hey like you know like it's your responsibility to like you know be keep stay true to who you are and be like kind and be like you know like welcoming towards everyone because you never know you, know? you, you honestly you know you never really know like what how like a little interaction can like what what people can take away from a little interaction with you which is like i don't know i didn't even know that whole thing happened i'm gonna be honest with you i probably don't even remember that dude <laughs> it's all good <laughs> It, dude it, it was crazy i i you know I, I i thought it was just normal but for uh, her, i you know i don't know what she was really thinking in her mind but she she was just so amazed and so stoked that she was uh you know with this guy who got <laughs> who literally just got <laughs> greeted for walking into program and i was just like but you know like what I, I didn't want to like stomp all over and be like dude shut up like it's not anything you no, know special yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, that's, that's sick. yeah it's pretty funny but but yeah no i i definitely do agree because uh being able to go to uh, so many local shows and obviously getting to uh know and meet somebody like tommy 
and then you and then us actually you know going and hanging out somewhere outside of a show right like we obviously it was hardcore related because we went to go see um, the bane doc but yeah. um you know just being able to you know grab food before and just get to actually just like hang out and have good vibes that was that's something that i was like okay this is cool we, we definitely need to do more of that yeah dude i do i'm down too like there's always screening like dope stuff with the freedom like all the time like they played uh the other day they played like zodiac i've never seen that in theaters and that that shit was it was that's a good movie mm-hmm. it's also good but yeah dude like, like just do more stuff like that that's cool i'm down I'm, I'm trying to hit fourth street market i'm trying to get more good food from there oh yeah dude let's do it I, I, personally i'm in san and i feel like all the time now because our lockout space is right there oh really so, okay yeah yeah it was literally like two blocks going this way from the frida it's like behind the frida interesting okay yeah for sure we'll um reach out to tommy because he says he's pretty close to there i don't want to dox him but he, he he did mention that he lives close to that area so Dude, let's hit the sneaker store, man. I'm always trying to buy new shoes and shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go down there and get some coffee, do some cool shit. Hell yeah, dude. See. Okay, well, Major Pain signed, um, but I, I want to hear about your time at uh, Chain Reaction. I, I thought it was cool that you guys were able to play such a legendary venue, and especially for it being um, here uh, in Orange County, it has uh, a, a ton of great history for anyone who goes to shows, not even hardware shows, for just any kind of shows. Like, you've definitely been to Chain Reaction. Um, yeah. So I, I'm just curious uh, what it was like for you to finally be able to play that venue with Major Pain? It was really, it was very, it was, it, it felt very special, and it also felt very, like, unreal. And also, the stage is really tall, like a lot taller than it looks, at least to me. Mm-hmm. It felt that way. Yeah. It was cool to finally go in the in like the back, the green one area. Okay. Because like it, I don't know, like that's always been something. Like, damn, will I ever like go back there? One day? <laughs> and then we sat. Like I remember, we all sat down. Like they have these like big couches that like it almost feels like you sit down, and you sink in a little, mm-hmm. and, and we're just like, dude, we we did it. We're playing chain reaction. <laughs> you know, so that's funny. It sounds good too chain reaction sounds good like like any band that plays there like i can see why a lot of people would like would like like to play there and like you know hype it up so much because like it just sounds good like the audio there like 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 some spaces i feel like they, they, the, the sound bounces off weird or whatever mm-hmm. but it's like when you're playing there it's like everything sounds good i can hear everything like both guitars bass drums like every little meticulous thing i i could hear it and i could i could, I could hear myself too like more clearly than I feel like I ever have. And I don't know. It's crazy to think too, like that, like so the amount of bands that are legendary that have played there, you know, and then like, you know, like be able to like, you know, step up on a stage and like do the thing, you know, and it's like, that was crazy. Yeah. But, and, you know, for me personally, like I'd never, so I've been on chain maybe like a handful of times, uh, but more so like, I feel like, and even Hob from God had mentioned this too, that like, it feels like two generations of hardcore kids have grown up predominantly without chain being like the it venue i feel like you know because i feel like program has is that right now and has been that for the last two like last couple years you know Mm -hmm. and it's like for me it's like dude i live like two two maybe three blocks uh up the street from program so like you know like i I could walk there you know or like i could like ride my little skateboard over there and shit like that you know so i don't know like to hear how much history is in that spot and, you know, maybe like see shows here and there, there, but to actually get to play it, it was very special. And like, I could, it just, it, it's a special room that I feel like 
that I feel like it's it's legendary, but like it was it's just special, you know. Like I don't know, but I feel I feel honestly, personally, when we play a show or program, a lot more at home because like that that was my job for the longest time, you know. So like mm-hmm. like I know the ins and outs, I know everything about there, but like playing Chain Reaction felt very uh, it was definitely different, and it felt a lot like I got a lot more nervous than I thought I would. Which I feel like I get nervous before every show, and I've even gone up to you and been like, "Dude, I'm nervous." And you're just like, "You got this," you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I I think it's funny um, because uh, it's like, dude, you got to figure it out because you're literally like minutes away from you know starting your set. So like, uh, I uh, you know feel for you because uh, it, it is there's a lot of pressure, right, to to have the mic and to be in front of that many people just all staring at focusing on you. So dude, it feels like uh, I think I told you this, but you ever seen Talladega Nights? Yeah. It's like I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. Like mm-hmm. that's what I feel like for me, because like I don't know. Like I'm still trying to figure out what I, like I do on on while I'm doing it, but it's just like I don't know. Like I I look at videos of like Jeremy playing, and like he's kind of just doing whatever he wants to do, and I'm just like you know whatever. Like I'm just gonna do whatever I want to do. You know? Yeah, it's your time up there. Enjoy it, and then just move on to the next one. Yeah. But yeah, chain chain was special, dude. That that I feel like there has to be more shows there too, you know, more hardcore shows. But I, you know, I don't know what the situation is with chain and stuff. But yeah, yeah, I I, I don't know what the deal is because obviously, like I know there was like a change in um, who like runs the venue a while back, and there there used to be a lot more hardcore shows um, at chain. But yeah, with uh, you know post pandemic that that hasn't really been a thing obviously there's things like here and there like uh zulu uh move um buggin like that that tour is i'm um, hitting chain chain ne- reaction yeah and so, so that's cool that that's going to be there next month um but as far as any other hardcore show i don't know what, what's next let me pull up their calendar because after that i literally don't know what chain has and um, i don't even think chain does that big of stuff because they were big with like the world tour bands i feel like um okay let's see what is okay because the zulu show is next month yeah it's a zulu bug and move and a band called playtime i'm not familiar with but then after that um oh varials is playing there if um, that's your style varials um but Oh, I gotta open up everything. Yeah, there's a like I'm I'm scrolling through their calendar right now, and I'm like I don't like I don't know if I'm just out of touch with other genres that hit chain, but I'm just seeing shit that I'm like like some of this stuff probably could be hardcore. Nah, no, because I would yeah, like there's it. no way. It, yeah, I think the last chain show I saw before we played there was the I saw Monocolor and Ridgeway there. Okay, I, I remember cool. that tour and Millie. Millie was sick as fuck. Really, such a good band. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, it's Zulu and Burials, and then that's it for um, all the way up until they have shows listed until the end of the year. Until like the last show they have announced is a show December tenth. Um, but yeah, there's not a, not a whole lot there. And even if you look at like some of the bigger venues too, even like um, the the Observatory, uh, the the Constellation Room, there's. Uh, Nothing about like, right there's now. like zero hardcore shows for, yeah. from what I remember. So yeah, that's crazy. But program, see, that's why program's so important because um, I feel like without without program, there wouldn't be 
much of a scene, I feel like. And I, I've, so I talked to Chris one time because mm-hmm. I asked him like what it was like, like the whole, because I always like to pick his brain about that whole, like, I feel like from in my opinion, 2014 to like 2018 era of hardcore. You know, especially with like program because I feel like so many shows were popping off there, mm-hmm. and like he was pretty much saying like I, I guess Madison from Fury reached out to Chris about doing the show because they'd just done the I think it was the Bane show because okay. I know Bane Bane played there and they did like two nights or something like that. But this is something that I don't I, like. He told me, but I kind of like. I, so I I know Atlanta Juniors and PBW are they the same spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the name change. So I guess like for all time that was like the spot, but then afterwards pro- it shifted the program becoming the spot for shows, unless they were doing them both at the same time. Yeah, I, I know that there was overlap, but then yeah, I I'm, I'm not sure what exactly happened, but they just stopped doing shows at uh, PBW. I feel like dude, like that, that. I feel 2014 is the start of when program became essentially like pivotal. To providing a space for you know like i mean even when they did the first show the first install that kind of gave kids like the idea you know and then you know chris being you know allowing it to happen and you know chris being able to grow it into like what it, it's become which is like i don't know do work in there like i i'd see people coming like from like overseas like people from like the uk and europe like i remember at the new age 30 like there was a lot of people from germany which was like crazy uh you know like it's just crazy to think that like program has been going for so many years and I feel like we'll continue to go for so many years mm-hmm. and it's become this, like, you know, where chain reaction, you know, like, unfortunately fell into like, you know, like a different, I feel like niche or scene program has remained still like a place where like hardcore bands want to come and play, you know? And like, I know like there's certain tours that don't go through Orange County, but I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's people like you reaching out to those tour packages and shit like that, being like, yo, program's the spot, you know, like, let you know, like, give it a shot, you know, try it out. Like, you know, like, we'll take care of you, you know, just play the shop, you know, because, like, it's very important for, like, the scene. And I feel like, I don't know, like, it's, damn, dude, I feel like I'm going on a whole tangent about program right now, but, you know, like, but it's, it's, it's an important spot, I feel like, you know, like, Chain Reaction, Personally, for me, like it's it's an important spot as well, but in the sense of like the heritage and like history that's there. Whereas, like for me, it's like what I grew up predominantly going to shows was that program. Like I would be there in, like all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I I can't say which band it was, but I, I remember telling you that there was a band that played, and they didn't even want to get paid. They, they wanted to have uh, merch from the shop, and I was like, I was like, I, oh, I, was it wasn't it Higher Power that, that wanted that? I don't think we're allowed to say that. Oh, <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, it's okay. We'll uh, bleep that out. But anyways, <laughs> um, uh, but I, I, I didn't have, uh, you know, I, I don't have the authority to just give away free merch. I'm like, no, yeah. here, take your your guarantee. Um, and then, uh, you know, th- that's all I can offer. Um, but I, I just thought it was funny that they were just like, in their mind, they wanted just you know stuff from the shop and not to. They didn't even care about money. Money wasn't even on their mind. They were just so happy to be in Playing the shop. Dude, yeah, it's crazy to think it was that band that wanted to do it. You know, because I remember when it came up on the flyer, and I think it was a uh, it was Tabo from Firestarter that posted it, and then Coop sent me the flyer, and I was like, "Is this a joke?" And he was like, "LMAO, I think so." And then I reached out to you, 
And you were like, no, this is 100% real. And I was, we were all, dude, our drummer loves that band so much that like he just had a moment where he was like, oh my God. Like he's like, we're really going to do this. And then the night of, like it was just him pacing back and forth in a lot. Just being like, damn, we're really about to do this before. You know, like it's just, I don't know. That, dude, that night funny. was special. That night was special. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the, what I really enjoyed about that was, be, uh, it, was it was all just friends, right? The, the yeah. higher power, they, they, they reached out to um, Grady and they're like, hey, do you think Jamie would let us play? And Grady asked me and I'm like, hell yeah. Like, why would I say no? Like, l- l- let's fucking go. Like, let's do it. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, dude, that, that, yeah. And, and that, that's when you hear from you, because you've never told me that, that you, um, that you guys uh, or that Coop asked if it was a joke. But no, I, I wouldn't ever um, put out a flyer like that and, uh, you know, put out like something that wasn't well, real because we're just like it we were just like oh like there's no way that's gonna happen you know but it's like when you said yeah it was real because and i was just like holy shit like this is actually happening and then not only that for them to be like a super anxious set you know which is like that was crazy dude that and the whole night was just special and i feel like everybody that was there was like it it felt special almost like seeing like the fiddlehead program show in my opinion because like you had to be there to witness it like you can't you know Seeing it through a camera, like through a, the phone screen, it isn't going to justify how special it was, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It, 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 yeah, trust me. I, I was so happy to to have been able to, to, to do that because it was something that I wanted to do. Like back when um, Anxious and Koyo first came through, I was uh, you know talking to Anxious. I'm like, hey, could you do some last straw songs? And they were like toying with the idea because trust me, because that tour, I had seen them. Uh, uh, in uh, Florida because I was out uh, uh, just hanging out uh, and I- I'd seen them in Florida and I didn't even bring it up. Uh, their, their their drummer um, brought it up. He was just like, hey, like, you think we could do this? And I'm like, yes, please do it. And I'd been bugging them all across America. Um, but obviously it, it didn't happen for whatever reason. But then uh, when that opportunity came to be able to make a, a full last rust that happened at program, it, it was something that was so cool for me to be able to have pulled off and i was so stoked that it it all worked out and to to hear you say that it was such a special night like yeah it it was was that special for me too like this yeah like that that was a special gig that's like a special show yeah man damn uh that's that's one that's gonna be ingrained in my mind up until when i'm like old and shit like i like you know like there's certain shows that i've seen there that like just i like for whatever sometimes i'll randomly think about them you know like the fiddlehead show is like one that just is like constantly like not i want to say constantly but every now and then i constantly think i'm like when i walk in the program like damn like that was a night like that was a very very special show so that was one of those uh, one of the sets that made program feel a lot bigger than it actually is because you're like damn like they they changed up the lighting which i thought was like really cool and then yeah, it was just like crazy. Like can't feel heads were literally playing. Were right you now. there? Yeah, I was there. You were there? Yeah, dude, do you remember how like cramped everything was? Mm-hmm. Like how like everybody was like pressed up like sardines and shit like that? Yeah. And like how humid it got in that room and stuff. It's nasty. Dude, I almost missed that show because like at the time I didn't know who Fiddlehead was. And I remember I came into the shop after school and then I asked Chris, like, oh, who's playing? And then he's like, Oh, Fiddlehead. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And he's like, All right, well, I'm a dip. He's like, you should probably stay for the show. And I'm like, why? And he's like, it's, it's going to be a good show. It's a good band. And so I stayed for the show. Sure enough, it ended up turning up into like a very, very special night. And that set, like just a lot of people like to talk about the Magnitude set recently, which the Magnitude set was wild as fuck. I'm not going to, you know, 
contest that. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, the Fiddlehead show remains is like the the show personally in my book, like the or the shows that I've seen, like that just top everything. You know, like in my opinion. For me, it's the the turnstile set from twenty. Dude, and I wish I could have been there for that, man. Like you, there's footage you showed me on your phone, and I'm just like, dude, that's crazy. And then that that, that clip that Chris posted of like Alex hopping him behind the kit, and mm-hmm. then you know swapping out for like the song, like that's that's insane. Yeah, because I remember I lived in Cyprus, and I was like, fuck, I have to drive all the way to program to just buy the ticket before the show, and then go home, and then come back again for the show. Um, but it was an awesome night lineup was insane the just the you know just being in there was it was just crazy yeah dude uh, I, the footage i feel like it's just and dude so many people that are in that footage like went on to do so many crazy things you know like it's just crazy like yeah that, that and, the, and dude even the stories that chris has told me about that like i think he told me one time that like some of the people in wise or whatever like they came in a bus bought a ticket and then stayed outside a program like like for like the remainder until the show started or whatever i think that's what he told me but yeah it's just it's crazy uh that that's special that first style dude and then fucking uh trapped in rice did trapped in rice play no his angel does no uh trapped rice played there before dude i'm like I, oh dude that, that's crazy like i don't know that trapped in rice is sick too like that's another another band that like is a big influence personally on me for vocals and shit like that Shout out to Sam Trapton, my favorite member. Dude, that that band's insane. The vocals too. Yeah, program is has had so many great shows, and I'm definitely stoked to be able to bring some more shows and you know be a part of that history. So uh, I'm stoked, and I'm definitely looking forward to to what's next because I don't I don't even know what's next. Right, we we have uh, Combust, uh, Major Pain, Shiva. Uh, take it to heart and sanctify and, and sanctify shout out sanctify uh you know in, in october and then in november um shout out uh, change take it to heart rejection pact cool side firestarter and fading fast uh rolling through and then i think that might be it for me for the rest of the year but i'm oh, gonna be, we gotta be more man come on hey if anybody wants to get booked uh, hit me up you know i i was trying to work on some end of the year shit but um i don't think it's gonna happen uh not because i don't want it to but because um, you know just bigger bands uh you know more of a logistical nightmare with yeah. radius clause gotta talk to the manager the the talent buyer all this stuff and i get it because yeah, uh, obviously a bigger band level. bigger operation but um <laughs> you know uh things just don't work out sometimes you gotta bring a Kulu to the shop again, man. Gotta bring who? Kulu, dude. Oh, um, let me see what I can do. Um, I'll uh, run into the singer very soon, so I'll uh, speak to him and see see what he he says. See, see what they have going on. So, so uh, twenty nineteen, uh, like the Illusion and Kulu played the uh, the shop or whatever. Mm-hmm. And do that, that that show. It was a Kulu Illusion, Dead Heat, and Apsara, and and I remember that whole lineup. But dude, that show was so good. And like illusion and Nikulu like both like just killed it like, like damn like um, I like nerd and Abbas stuff like that but those two bands I feel like illusion and Nikulu like are just insanely good 
live and recorded like they're just special yeah yeah hoping to get some new illusion stuff at some point yeah dude straight up like i like and it's no secret because i'm there's a illusion for me is, is another one of those bands where it's like very like influential and like i love like the that little howl that uh, what's called alex senior does or whatever mm-hmm. like I, I, i'm gonna be honest i pretty much ripped it off <laughs> like i do it live so much i feel like it's like no brainer people put two and two together but if you know me like illusion is like one of my favorite bands like ever like both of those like like little seven inches or demos that they have magic with a smile on the demo like some of the best like hardcore i feel like that's like out yeah, and it's cool to see how talented uh, he is, right? Not just yeah. him, but but the whole band, but also just being a fan of Fury. You're like, hell yeah, it's cool to see members go on to do other cool shit. Yeah, yeah, well, definitely, dude. And they all do, like, dope stuff, man. Like, all their, like, side projects are, like, really, really, like, dope, you know? Yeah, and it's one of those rare things where, you know, every single member is so talented they can go on to do other cool stuff and not just be, you know, in one popular band and that be it. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, Kenny, this has been so awesome. I'm, I'm happy that we are finally able to get you on the podcast, a representative of orange County, hardcore part of the, the <laughs> new wave major pain. I I'm so stoked. So I, I appreciate you taking the time today to do this. Um, I, I appreciate you being a good friend and also helping me out behind the scenes when I need it. Um, but before we go, um, you want, want to say anything else? Um, go out, support your local bands, you know, go out, you know, check out every single band, you know, don't think you're too cool not to, you know, like be, be, be honest, be welcoming, you know, like, you know, like just keep it real. And then, you know, just, you know, keep going to shows, keep supporting bands, keep buying their merch, you know, keep, you know, like keep it going pretty much. And, you know, like it's ultimately it falls on, you know, the, the current crop to keep, to inspire the next, you know, generation of kids to come through, you know? So that's the only thing this, this whole, you know, community continues to thrive, you know, in every scene, you know, especially in Orange County, you know, like it, it's, I'm hyped when I see new faces all the time, you know, and especially like working at the shop, it's like, I've seen so many faces, like, you know, that are still here and then some faces that aren't around, you know, and it always sucks to like not see certain faces, but you know, like, yeah, keep it going, keep doing, you know, check out all the locals, you know, buy all the merch and just, you know, stay, stay, keep it real and stay excited about hardcore, you know, it's the only way this thing's going to continue to go and grow, you know, hundred percent. All right. Well, we hope to see you all tomorrow night at program major pain headlining. Playing with Heartthrob, Pop Freeze, <laughs> Lacuna, Stateside. Um, th- this is coming out after that show, but uh, we got to shout out that headliner gig for you guys. Thanks, dude. All right, Kenny, this has been awesome. Appreciate your time. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll hopefully see you guys soon. Goodbye. Laters.